Hi, thank you for stopping by again to listen to my heart project. Uh, this is your host again, Rachel. And before I start, I want to share a quote that I had yesterday. Um, I was going about my business, doing errands in the car, and um, I was listening to a podcast. I was re- listening to Brene Brown. Uh, and she does she and you know a few other people they do uh, they do they've written a lot about creativity and how people put themselves out there and you know um, and when people put themselves out there people do have opinions so um, if you haven't had seen um, Brene Brown's work it's worth checking out especially if you're a creative person or someone who likes to Put themselves out there so the quote read creativity is giving the world a peek into your soul and I was like damn girl that is good that is good and um, for me that resonated because this project is um, this project is a little bit of you know that giving people a peek into my soul because I've had um, I've had it in my heart for so long and I really, really wanted that. It's one of those things I cannot move on if I don't do it. Whether, however messy it's going to be, I need to do it so that, you know, I can keep going. Um, I think I, I, I am being definitely a little bit vulnerable, putting myself out here, taking the risk to be criticized and, you know, of course, giving people something to talk about and tear my work apart. Um but i'm okay with it i keep um i will keep putting out the episodes uh even the ones that are not so perfect um and speaking of perfect i listened back to the first episode and it was so far from perfect um when i edited it and pre-listened to it before publishing it it did sound (laughs) like it was good um and i was really excited uh, only to find moments later, um, you know, only to find moments of silence. Actually, <laughs> um, you know, later on that it wasn't it wasn't that great, and you know, it was a bit mucky and uh, not so good. Um, I'm really sorry about that. If you had to listen to all of that, but I did like the content. Like, no doubt about the content, the conversations. Um, myself, Kelvin, and I and Kama had were really really good. If you listened to exactly what they were saying those are real stuff that i do not want to discount so no doubt about that it was it was really good content it's just the editing the technical parts that were a bit mucky and really um it did for a split second i was like oh damn should i delete this and then edit it and then post it back again and then i remembered the anthem it's about being brave not about being perfect so yeah i decided to leave it out there um, so I'll keep going. I'll keep trying to do better in every single episode I put out. Um, and now on this episode, I this is a follow-up one. Uh, this is a sort of a monologue follow-up conversa- uh, uh, conversation about, you know, what the previous episode was. There was a lot of issues raised. I had, I've had great feedback from people. I've had great discussions with my friends 
um, you know, very kind and thoughtful people. And I have decided that I will unpack the content of that video of of that podcast a little bit more. One of the issues that was quite obvious um, that was raised was people were very unclear about the roles and responsibilities and the capabilities of the Kenyan Association of South Australia. I'm not sure whether this is a common thing in terms of, you know, all community associations, wherever you are. Um, But over the years, I found myself explaining to people over and over, somewhat, you know, sounding like I'm defending um, CASA and, you know, all of that. But... um, I w- let me I, let me talk about what I know. So CASA is really um, its its role is to get people together who've migrated to South Australia and you know who have a history in Kenya. So either were born in Kenya or you know they have family in Kenya. All of that stuff it gives people a sense of belonging. And there's nothing better. Imagine if you came here and there was no Kenyans or there was no there was not a body that organized, you know, people to gather together for a Madaraka Gala night or a Jamuhuri Day events or, you know, just random student events. Like, you would feel displaced, you know. You, you, you don't belong here. You don't have a community, whether you have friends or not. Like, it's always nice to know that, you know, no matter what, there's the Australian, you know, community of people who are going to be around you in your studies and work and all all the other places but it's different when you know there is a community that knows where you come from um and i i think i feel like people do take that for granted and i think also um the disconnect comes and the contention about CASA and what it should do or, you know, what does CASA do? There's all there's so much negativity around that. Uh, but the disconnect comes from, you know, people expect CASA to provide services, CASA to provide, you know, financial help. Like, it's unrealistic. It really is unrealistic, I think. Um, and, you know, again, you know, as I was telling Kevin, if... You know, if there is a whole association that represents about thousands of Kenyans living here and there's only 10 active members who are really the executive team, how how does that work? Like, how will 10, you know, the, the contribution of 10, 10 members will not, never be enough to fulfill, the, to fulfill the needs of thousands of members, you know? And that's why my conversation with in, in my conversation with Kelvin, I challenged him. Sorry, I'm just having my coffee. It's in the morning before I go to work. <laughs> um, that's why I challenged Kelvin to um, to do more, to contribute more, because we the association is just as good as um, as the people in it, and um, it's 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 about our contribution to the association that's what makes it it and then we can talk about you know you know what people who are involved are doing if we want to hold people accountable then that's the place to start but you know just don't sit back and start criticizing people who are putting themselves out there and honestly i dare say that i don't think you someone earns the right to question and you know criticize when they haven't been there
okay but you know just have conversations with people you know seek to be involved and it's as simple as paying your membership and it's as simple as you know supporting other community members there's so many students who come here they don't know you know where north terrace is from south terrace or you know like just you know be involved in things like that um and then you know the rest will come later all right so the other issue that and also on that note maybe i'll bring one of the executive members to have this conversation a, a, a little bit more in detail maybe the casa president or something um yeah so I'll, I'll see how i go but you know yeah let's just keep the conversation going and i hope this clarifies a few of those issues or you know uncertainties the the other issue that rose with my conversation with kevin the previous episode is the prevalence of mental health issues um in our student community especially i have personally experienced a little bit of that uh during my journey as a student and honestly also after after i finished my studies it's difficult and it's you know when you your family is not here and there's no one to support you and you know someone you know just a place you can go and just be you and just you know don't want to talk to people and and that's okay it's difficult to find that um but uh i think i'll I'll talk about my story a bit later um but the thing i'm trying to say is it's important to take care of yourself to observe yourself as you're trying to juggle the competing pressures of study work social life you know as students in a new country we are vulnerable in that most people don't know where to go for help um and this whole concept of also seeking help for mental health issues is quite foreign for us you know where you go for to therapists or counselors that's not a, a, a thing that we do in you know where we come from very much so we have family and that's usually enough not that you know those services are not needed they're just not very common so we have to familiarize ourselves in that space and you know get to a place where we're comfortable seeking help from external people um <clears throat> and then um you know so you know also it's in our best interest to familiarize to familiarize ourselves with you know seeking external services for the issues that we are facing because you know when you don't have your people here then it's difficult um and of course you know keeping in mind the the, the pressures of having to perform well you know the financial cost of your study to your family uh, there's loneliness things get too much to bear and people become disillusioned which could also lead to a substance abuse that's also another issue that we really need to talk about and i'm a bit sad about that because it has been you know substance abuse and you know just waiting for friday um to drink until you know monday morning or sunday has been glorified which is not a good thing not very very healthy for you um and you know we could we could always um unravel and unpack this topic a bit more i've just mentioned some of the things you know i just want to normalize that 
it's okay to seek help it's okay to um, to reach out to professional services it's okay to you know within the community you can go to your education agent and say hey i work for one and i get students coming to me and they're feeling so overwhelmed after getting here they've started their classes nothing seems familiar you know things that seem so easy for other people they they seem so difficult for you and you get so overwhelmed and it's it's heartbreaking and all you need sometimes is for someone to just hold your hand sometimes until you cross the bridge you know and just or maybe just reassure you and normalize that yeah it's it's okay it's okay you're gonna get through this too and you know yeah I've, i've got people who've come to my desk and work and they just break down (laughs) what i used to do is i would call my dad on video when i was really young and new here and i would do the ugly cry the uh, the ugly cry and i would just you know he'd be so worried and you know probably not a good thing to do so um yeah so just reach out for help yeah um okay the next we'll talk a little bit we'll unpack that a little bit more because i know of some prof- mental health professionals i've worked with with students so that's that's actually a thing that actually happens so i'll reach out to someone and then they will direct you you know i will also direct people to their student services the universities do have very good trained people who will help you out with the issues you're facing and the more when it's documented especially for uni if you need to defer then you know there's valid reasons and it's been progressive but usually when you get to speak to someone it, it's they sort of it's easier to deal with uh the next issue that came up was students deferring and changing courses that is not good um in my work i have created a lot a lot of content around this um people need to think real hard about why you're making the choices you're making why you're studying the course you're studying uh, when you get to australia and you want to change your course why are you doing that are you doing that because all your friends are doing that course you know you, i get lots of people changing into nursing or social work are you doing that because your friends are doing it or are you doing that because it's something that you really really feel passionately about just know that there's rules around that changing courses and changing your institution in your education institution so uh you need to be careful and you need to be able to um seek professional advice as an education agent we are professionals we know we understand the limitations of immigration and education institutions um there's there's laws and there's rules to for to follow and the moment you don't follow those rules it does catch up i've met so many students who've wasted a five-year visa four-year visa because they just you know got here and got comfortable moved from one school to another and just you know wasted a whole four years like what are you doing doing that i understand like a semester or i understand if you're going through stuff and still come and then we can talk about that stuff and then we can defer your course or you know we can help you out just do things a bit more thoughtfully 
again i'll get my my, one of my colleagues to also have this conversation with me on this podcast and then so that we don't have so many cases um of you know people getting into trouble because they have to change their courses for whatever reason it just does not look good on you and you don't want bad records with you don't want to be that guy who has bad records with immigration um or you know because these things just they 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 happen so fast and you don't know when four years later you're in trouble you want to renew your visa you can't even get a post-study work visa that's not good for you and we don't want that for you so um i'll have a bit more conversation maybe i can put some of the links of the content i've created for work um on the description of this uh episode um finally i just want to say that students experiences are different they differ from one person to the other based on you know how you perceive your experiences and how you choose to see your story and you know they're all very different and you know the more stories and experiences we hear about the more you know some things will not resonate with you but i I i'll try and have as many different ways of saying things as possible so that it will give you a a better picture that it's not just one way that is the only way you know um and you know your story could be different from all of the ones that are gonna be here so and it's okay as well don't feel like oh how come i don't feel that way you don't have to feel that way you know your, your experience is your experience and what i need to really emphasize on is um don't let anyone discount your experience you know use the right channels to get your information um go to the home affairs website seek professional help from migration lawyers from education agents you know as long as you follow the right ways of getting information then you should be okay all right and don't let anybody tell you anything because there's so many rumors about how it should be and how it shouldn't be you know the whole castle thing you know there is the truth of what it is but then there's so much you know information and you know rumors out there about it's bad pr i keep having to you know have these conversations over and over but you know it's just one of those things you can never win um yeah so thank you thank you so much for coming here and uh this is a follow-up episode and i really hope that it has added a bit of value to your day uh please pass it on to at least one international student you think will benefit from it um and again thank you for joining me i will see you on social uh my instagram is rage underscore rwk uh thank you to everyone who's engaging and sharing their thoughts and content about the content i truly appreciate it um until next time stay kind to yourself bye